0: You're listening to Waffle, the bite-sized podcast with Paul Jenkins. This was originally broadcast on Rossendale Radio on the 15th of March, 2020. Hello there, welcome to Rossendale Radio. It's uh, Paul Jenkins here with the Waffle Hour, where we speak each week to a writer or an educator or somebody involved with books or words or anything to do with that sort of thing. Uh, and this week, uh, now I've obviously I've been holed up this week, uh, and I'm not going to bang on about the, the, the foot too much, uh, but obviously we, we can't travel, and that lots of people uh, find themselves having to be uh, self-isolated or whatever. Uh, and so uh, we've we've kind of gone a little bit low tech this week, uh, and I have had to uh, I, and I interviewed uh, earlier on today. Uh, I managed to speak to a good friend of mine Benjamin Gilfoyle. Uh, now Ben is the woolly hat poet uh, you, you possibly have heard of him last year he was on a walking tour. We're going to talk about uh, his walking tour a little bit in the second part of the interview um, it's a little bit tinny, it does sound a little bit like he is in a cupboard uh, but that's uh, that's one of the things that we just had to go with because we had to talk to him uh, down the phone line uh, I'm, I think it's pretty clear that uh, it's, it's a little bit quiet but I, I think you'll be able to uh, stick with it and everything should be okay so this is uh, this is me talking to ben earlier on today good afternoon welcome to 104.7 rossendale radio i'm paul jenkins uh, this is the waffle hour and i've got the immense pleasure of speaking to benjamin gilfoyle on the end of the line how are you doing ben i'm very well how are you i'm doing all right i'm just double checking i've got your name right haven't i yeah that's right it's definitely, we I'm can gilfoyle. never tell are you a ben or a benjamin <laughs> uh depends it's sunday so i can be a benjamin today you can right. be a benjamin well, today mind. this is right. nice nice holy name <laughs> Yes. Good biblical name. Uh, and uh, you've, uh, we, now we came across each other from uh, from a, a walking tour that you did uh, last year, and we're going to get onto yeah, that right. in the, the sort of second part of the programme. But do you want to sort of give us a bit of background about who you are and, and what you do on the, your sort of day-to-day life, really?
1: Yeah, well, in my day-to-day life, as much as I would love to be a full-time poet, um, I'm, a, I'm a, a teacher. I teach um, uh, in a primary school in Lancaster, and I specialise in the early years.
0: So oh, okay. I'm Teacher, four and five year olds. So four and five year olds. That must be pretty demanding on a on a day to day basis.
1: Yeah, but I love it. it. So it's um it's like the perfect job for me because I, I find it keeps me uh, it keeps me youthful. <laughs> there's, it, there's lots of playing
0: involved. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I visited a school in Keithley, and I, I tried desperately to, int- uh, to to interview some of the children uh, about... It was about World Book Day that was coming up, and they were doing some poetry work. And uh, and, and they came out with the most bizarre answers. <laughs> <laughs> we, just, we did uh, World Book Day the other week, and uh, we were all dressed as monsters for the day. It was uh, it was crazy, but we uh, had so much fun. So did you have a sort of... Uh, uh, so it was a dressing up day, so I should imagine you, you, you maybe had a Gruffalo or two in the classroom? Um...
1: You know I think there was one or two grifflers I just went as a fabric monster and just covered myself in whatever fabrics I could find.
0: <laughs> how, do you, how do you find the World Book Day? Because we, we, we did a focus on it last week on the show. And, uh, and some of the teachers were saying that, they, that that some people get a bit sniffy about certain costumes uh, that that turn up on World Book Day. But actually, that it was more about the storytelling side of things rather than some a specific character each time.
1: Yeah, I find um, that a lot of children tend to... Uh, they tend to come as characters from films or TV rather than characters from books. Yeah. Um, but this year, especially, people, I found, went, really went out of the way to to uh, build their own costumes and make them rather than just going to a store and getting a shop bought thing. Oh, that's um, good. So that was really nice to see. But we do... Um, it's called uh, stop, drop, and read. So like every 20 minutes, every half an hour, um, we'll drop, drop whatever we're doing. Everyone gathers round for a book, or you can share a story with a friend. We've had uh, parents come in to stay, uh, share stories with um, with the children. So we do keep it very much grounded in books and literacy movies
0: that's it. that sounds excellent and it, it sounds like there's a kind of like real sort of emphasis on on just i mean there's this big push on this, this phrase reading for pleasure at the moment and and people really kind of pushing towards that
1: yeah um yeah i've not uh, yeah we we try to we try to just encourage books and just sharing books uh,
0: because it's the best thing for children especially at a younger age i find Oh, that's fantastic! Okay, well, with what we're going to do at the moment, we're going to we're going to uh, sort of uh, speak to you uh, over the course of the next uh, few minutes or so. Uh, but uh, we've asked you to do uh, uh, to do a couple of uh, music choices for us this afternoon. Uh, and uh, your first one, uh, you've gone for uh, a bit of Guns and Roses, just to you know, nice and light for a Sunday afternoon.
1: Absolutely.
0: Uh, is there any particular reason? Is, is, is this linked to the job? Welcome to the Jungle. You know, uh, the first. Topic we did when i went when i when i started this new job was jungle animals so um, yeah absolutely let's link it to that there you go so now we can imagine all the reception group uh, and all of you rocking out to uh, to a bit of guns and roses uh, on monday morning <laughs> i'd love to see that <laughs>
1: <laughs> playing more of the songs
0: you like this is 104.7 rossendale radio and so you join us here on the Waffle Hour. Uh, I've been speaking to Benjamin Guilfoyle earlier on today. Uh, we spoke about, uh, first of all, his uh, class and we spoke about his reception work uh, and uh, and the kids that are dressing up for World Book Day and about how they sort of try and integrate that with reading. Uh, but what I really wanted to speak to him about uh, was how I managed to get in contact with him last year when he was on his tour. He's going to tell you far more about that now. Welcome back to the Weekend Wind Down. It's Paul Jenkins here on 104.7 Rossendale Radio, and it's our Waffle segment where we're talking today to Benjamin Gilfoyle, who I also know as the Woolly Hat Poet. Uh, now you can't obviously see this through radio. I don't, ben, are you wearing the woolly hat now? Of course, I'm wearing my woolly hat. Of do course, you to do there you go. And I've got to wear a woolly hat. <laughs> uh, okay, to be f- poetry without my woolly hat. Exactly. To be to be fair, I, I understand you're you're right in the middle of a house move. Is that correct? Yeah, it's moving. I'm surrounded by boxes it's uh, it's a bit mental here it's, it's, i was going to say perhaps the woolly hat is, is kind of keep, keep keeping you comfort um listen <laughs> did, uh, did just just tell people who are listening at home uh, sort of how last year's walking tour came back because it was quite a momentous journey that you went on
1: yeah so um so i had been going around um uh, open mics and things and it was fine and i've been performing and i was loving it but i felt like i wanted to use my poetry for something more than just performing and um, so i decided to uh, to go on a, a walking tour i walked from uh, lancaster to my hometown of brick house which is near halifax right um it was over 11 days um, and each each night i performed uh, performed in a different town um but it was all to raise money for the lancaster and district uh, homeless shelter right um, so each night on the tour, I didn't have a place to stay, there, and I just asked the audience to put me up. And luckily, someone did every night. In fact, you put me up one night. So. I,
0: I did. I turned up to a gig in Bolton uh, in the afternoon, uh, intrigued by the, the the whole tour. And and by the end of it, I had a lodger. It was. Uh, <laughs> it was. Yeah, I, I it just. Was the, it was a good film. It was. I, I just like the way that, that it was, despite the fact that the tour was very well planned. That you you kind of held out the hand to the audience a, a little bit and it, almost it encouraged us to have a little bit of empathy for the uh, for the, the cause that you were having. In that you know, literally right in front of us, very temporarily, there here is somebody who doesn't have a home. So what can we do it would about it? Felt right if I'd uh, if I was doing this for the homeless shelter and then I booked a place to stay each night. yes yeah. No, it just wouldn't fit well with me. So, um, uh, yes, uh, I, I just had to ask the audience to put me up. And, it was, and I was going to say, from looking at it, because you, you kept a sort of video diary as you were going, it was quite tough going. You know, the weather wasn't kind to you for, for certain days. I remember that.
1: No, I got very wet. I got some very, very sore feet. Um, and it was just the walking. It wasn't really pleasant walking. It was like lots of air roads. Mm. Um yeah, so some days were just really, really miserable. But other days, um, where, when the sun was out, you know, I got a couple of days where I was walking down canals and that was quite nice. Mm. Um, the walk from from Preston to Wigan uh, was like, I think, 17 or 18 miles. Wow. And it was just
0: awful. <laughs> <laughs> and that's no reflection on any of our listeners in Preston or Wigan,
1: obviously. <laughs> oh, no, think not Preston and Wigan are beautiful, <laughs> but that walk between them is horrible. <laughs>
0: Well, if it's okay with you, Ben, uh, if you've got um, uh, your, your book uh, with you at the moment. Uh, is there any chance you could share with us uh, any of the, the, the poems that you might have done on the tour?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So um, this is a poem which I wrote for my niece when she was born, mm-hmm. and it's poem called You. Oh, lovely. The world is your stage, and everyone is waiting for you to perform, but don't be afraid. Stand up tall and take a deep breath, and then give the world hell. Well, at least try your best. And don't be put off by the things that are ugly, and the things that are mean, because there are things you can't change. And those things will upset you and hurt you and trip you. But each time you fall, just get up again. And never forget that you're never alone. You will figure out the rights and the wrongs of this world. You will carve your own path and you'll find your own feet, but you've got to be strong until you affirm for yourself what is real. And when you find what is true, you won't need to believe in pink or blue because you will stand out unique, just like everything else. You will believe in some things that will make you, you. you
0: That's a a beautiful piece. And uh, how, how old was your niece when you wrote that? i wrote this just before she was born oh right she's, okay she's three now she's three now and it's it's, it's, it's it's there's a lovely line. you know it won't matter if it's if you're pink or you're blue that's that that kind of that sense of you know you find your own way is it was is a really lovely line to to pick out there um i it, hate the idea of like um that pink is for girls i think it's ridiculous um i will encourage the
1: boys to, to dress in pink you know yeah, I it's. Just don't, I don't see why why we have to label
0: children. Well, like I think that. up until no, the twenties, it was seen as very much a, a kind of male color. Up and, and then it, I think, as as is usual, I think his advertisers got involved, and all of a sudden, there's this differentiation that suddenly appeared in life. Um, and it's, yeah. it, it, it's you're right; it's just ridiculous. Um, it's uh, well, it's also actually quite a nice link onto your second choice of song uh, that you chose that particular poem. Oh, absolutely. In yeah. that you have chosen uh, you have chosen Pink by Aerosmith.
1: Uh, big big fan of um, really Irish no,
0: no reason to it. I've just been listening to it quite a lot. so It's a good song. Oh, okay, right. So we get this, this is sometimes it's quite nice on the uh, when when we get guests on. Sometimes they'll go into you know a five minute monologue about uh, well this is all about you know it reminds me of my uh, my parents in 1962 and and, and sometimes people go yes yeah, it's just lovely. It's been on the playlist you know, at the moment. It's just
1: a really belting
0: song. I love it. <laughs> Look for Ad Rossendale Radio on Twitter, like us on Facebook, and follow us
1: on Instagram. This is Rossendale Radio.
0: Paul Jenkins here with the weekend wind down, uh, part of the Waffle Hour, uh, where we talk to artists and writers about books and words. And uh, it's been lovely uh, to speak to Benjamin gilfoyle today. Uh, uh, he was talking all about his uh, walking tour that he did last year, uh, where he raised a huge amount of money uh, and, uh, and 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 did some brilliant performances along the way as well. Uh, but those performances were from his book, uh, and I asked him about that book in the third part of our interview this afternoon welcome back to waffle with me paul jenkins here on 104.7 rossendale radio and i'm joined by benjamin gilfoyle on the phone uh we've been talking all sorts of things about woolly hats and walking tours uh, and uh, and about getting kids engaged with reading uh and now speaking of reading uh we're going to uh, have a chat about uh, about your book that you really when was the book released um well i so i i self-published it i wrote it um uh, last year um, but I've never, I haven't done, like, a proper book launch yet. Not Nothing that I've got, like, an official book yeah. launch. Um, but
1: I have just had um, uh, some correspondence from our local Waterstones in Lancaster. Oh, and they're going to take the book. Um, uh, they're going to sell it in, in their branch, and they're going to help me put on um, an official book launch in their store. So uh, oh, that's, absolutely that's brilliant.
0: really good. Well, so I was going to say, we'll keep us posted about that one and, uh, we'll, we'll see if we can pick that up on there, on the airwaves for you. Um, oh, now the the, the the book is called please insert disc two. Um, yeah. now that's, that means an awful lot to people of a certain generation, <laughs> but, absolutely. Uh, but, uh, I, I could show that to my children and they just look at me blankly. So where, 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 where have you taken your inspiration for the book from? um, I felt uh, with poetry, uh, I think I've been performing for about five years now, um, but poetry really gave me like almost a, a second lease of life. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it helped me uh, like almost dig myself out of um, like a, I don't know, like a, a pit of,
1: ah, it's hard to explain, just like having nothing really to do. And mm. when I found poetry, I found a new hobby and it really just, It opened up so many doors for me, and I got to meet so many new people. Mm -hmm. And it was just like in a video game. (laughs) Oh, right. The end of one disc, and it would say, Please insert disc two. You're going to carry on. You're going to do some more amazing things. Get on with the rest of your life. Do you know what I mean?
0: So, this is literally a metaphor for you moving to the next level? Yes. There you Exactly. Well, that, and that's, is that a, a sort of big influence? Because I remember some of the, see, hearing you when you were uh, gigging in Bolton, uh, that a lot of your influences come from pop culture, they come from video games, from sci-fi, from film, you know, big, big classic films. Is that—is that something that you think has sort of sculpted your works? Um, kind of. Um, I mean, I've got a poem in here called uh, The Batman, but it's not really about, man it's about like male depression and stuff so, um
1: um but then there is a poem called breaking up with george and that's about um that's about my absolute despair with um star wars episode two attack of the clones and how terrible that film is so I... it does influence my work but i also try to make my work not nerdy it's <laughs> a, again it's a hard one to explain but it yeah
0: I, 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 I should imagine you end up in sort of that's quite a niche category, isn't it? If you're suddenly doing nerdy poetry, I think um, I think I'm, I'm sure I'm, I'm more certain Phil Jutis used to he was another great poet uh, as well as comedian. Uh, he used to do a, a whole uh, thing about people that had never seen Star Wars, um, but right. he did. A, he did a whole routine just about Star Wars. But it was he he said when he was doing it, that the, the gigs were basically just Star Wars fans that turned up and, and nobody else wanted to come and see a show anymore. So he sort of moved away from it. Um, so do you, do you have a, another piece for us that you might share from uh, from the book uh,
1: yes uh, would you like a nerdy poem or would
0: you like um, a normal poem oh, I, to be fair I'm, I'm in a nerdy kind of mood at the moment I've been I've been I've been holed up in the house all week uh, doing nothing but watching movies so I'm very much in, in nerdville at the moment
1: okay so this is a poem called I Choose You um, it's a poem heavily inspired by themes of friendship, but it's also inspired by Pokemon on the Game Boy. Of course. To me, you are the very best. Possibly the best there ever was. And out of sheer respect, I choose you. Let's become one. You and Prep to take that step and together, yes, we can get to the next level. Isn't that where you want to be? Well, why not go there with me? But if that's too much, just say no. I'll pack up my stuff and you can go blasting off again, like every other playtime. But if that's not the case, and I've got it wrong, then insert the link cable and turn your Game Boy on and we'll sit down as trainers
0: will trade Pokemon. Thank you. Ah, very nice. <laughs> it's uh, it, it, it's taking that the, you know that that kind of gaming friendship uh, to mm-hmm. it, that, that's that's one of the things that i, I found. I've got uh, I've got two boys, and one of them's really into online gaming, um, and he he really has developed friendships with people that you know he's, he sometimes barely sees in real life. Um, but yeah. it's it's that nice. It does create a connection for a lot of people. It's wonderful.
1: Yeah, well, original Pokemon it really brought people together. You have to, you have to
0: actively, like, link your Game Boys together with a wire. <laughs> it was, uh, it was good stuff. There was uh, to, to quote another, uh, to quote Back to the Future, too. You mean you have to use your hands as like a baby's do it? Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Um, well, uh, thank you so much for joining us this afternoon on the show, Ben. Uh, we've uh, we've got your last now. You, you've you've chosen Ben folds five to finish. Uh, now this is uh, with. Which song have you chosen for us? Um, it's a song called Underground by mm-hmm. Ben five And again, it's just a bell in tune. Um, I, hope, uh, I hope your listeners enjoy it. I, I'm sure that they will. Thank you so much. Uh, we'll speak to you again very soon. Brilliant. Thanks a lot, Paul. Cheers, Ben. And that's the end of yet another Waffle the Bite Size podcast. My thanks go to Ben Gilfoyle for getting in contact and being able to uh, speak to me over the phone, despite the fact I've not been uh, too uh, mobile this week. I've not been able to get out uh, very much to uh, meet anybody because uh, I've done my footing uh, Hopefully I'll be back to full fitness next week and we'll have another guest for you on Waffle the Bite Size podcast. My thanks as ever go to Lee Ball and Melanie Kemp for their work on Waffle the Bite Size podcast and in the production side and also to our colleagues at Rossendale Radio for allowing us to broadcast on a Sunday afternoon. Take care, everybody, in these difficult times. We will be back with you next week.